The content provided by this podcast, Health, Wellness, and Community, is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical or legal advice. The host and guest, including Dr. Moore, who is a certified nurse practitioner, provides insights based on their experiences and expertise in healthcare and community matters. However, the information shared in this podcast should not be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment and is not tailored to individual circumstances. Always consult with a qualified healthcare provider for personalized recommendations regarding your health. Additionally, the legal aspects discussed are not intended as a replacement for legal advice from qualified professionals. Any actions you take based on the information provided from this podcast are at your own risk. To read the full disclosure, please see the link below. Thank you for joining us on Health, Wellness, and Community. Now, let's get to today's episode. On this episode, I want to take a little of your time this week to ask one simple question. What have you done this week to improve or maintain your health status? I want you to be honest with yourself about this question. If you've done nothing, then say so and own up to it. Now, I want you to seriously think about what you could do to help improve your health and personal wellness. Let's talk about exercise. Coming up, let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Health, Wellness and Community podcast, where our mission is to help you live your best life through providing you with information that will help you be the best possible you. I am your host, Dr. Quentin Moore, family nurse practitioner. And if you haven't already done so, you can follow us by clicking the follow button on your favorite podcast player, making you one of the first to know when we post new episodes. And if you haven't heard, our podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts, the largest podcast player in the world, as well as other podcast players of your choice, such as Spotify, Pocket Cast, and Stitcher, just to name a few. Follow us, like us, and give us a great review. As I've said in the past, I really appreciate each and every one of you allowing me to be a part of your health and wellness adventure. Let's get to the show. When I say exercise, most of us Think of muscle heads in the gym busting out 300-pound weights and yelling like big gorillas. You know, <laughs> things like that. But does it really have to be like that in order for us to benefit? In a simple statement, no. When we look at the American Heart Association's recommendations for physical activity, the American Heart Association recommends that we, as in adults, get a minimum of 150 to 300 minutes per week. And when you break that down, that equates to two and a half to five hours of physical activity each week of heart pumping or moderate intensity physical activity. That's what they recommend. So how did they come up with these recommendations? Of course, you know by now that I'm going to tell you that these recommendations are based on current scientific evidence 
provided by the Physical Activity Guidelines for Americans, the second edition, which was published by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Office of Disease Prevention and Health Promotion. Now, this document not only provides guidelines for the average adult, it also provides guidelines for the entire family. And when I say entire family, we're looking at preschool age children, children and adolescents, adults, women during pregnancy and postpartum. And lastly, guidelines for adults with chronic health conditions and adults with disabilities. I'll have a link to this document in the show notes if you'd like to read about it. Now, I know over the past year, year and a half, many of us have struggled to begin or maintain a regimen of physical activity. COVID has changed everything. Gyms and fitness centers being closed. Our eating habits have worsened. Physical activity has decreased. Our weight has been going up, up, up like a hot air balloon due to inactivity. And to complicate issues even more, COVID restrictions here in the United States are lessening on a daily basis as we speak. That is why you still need to make logical decisions, wise decisions, informed decisions. You know, you have to pay attention to what is going on around you and use the strictest of precautions because this Delta variant is no joke, folks. So we've all been in the same boat for some time over this past year and a half. And I will tell you, the last time I was in the gym was actually before the pandemic because As of right now, I don't feel comfortable returning to an in-person workout space at at this time, especially with the recent uptick in coronavirus cases here in the United States triggered by vaccine hesitancy and the Delta variant of the coronavirus. Now, if you didn't catch my last podcast about the Delta variant, I want to encourage you to check it out. Of course, after you finish this episode, uh, I feel that episode has a lot of valuable information that could potentially help you understand the coronavirus a little bit better. Also understand that information with these different variants of the coronavirus is changing so fast that some of the information in that podcast may be outdated already. And so I will continue to post some updates on the coronavirus and the new variants and what's going on as far as research. Getting back to the working out piece. Now, I'm not saying that I haven't worked out Over this time period, I've been working out. I've been doing things such as walking my neighborhood with my beautiful wife, Angie. This actually allows us to spend more time together. And it also keeps me true to my workout program. And I've been working out at my home using online workout programs like the products offered by the company Beachbody, even though I don't have a Beachbody, not yet, but (laughs) but I have been using programs. I have been using programs by Beachbody. And let me say, let me say this. This podcast is not sponsored by this company, nor am I getting any type of reimbursement for stating this. So we don't receive a dime from them. But Beachbody, they do have some programs that you can stream to your phone, your smart TV, your computer for all levels of exercise. You know, if you're a beginner, they have something for you. If you're moderate or if you're one of those people who've been doing it forever, they have a program for you. Now, that's enough free publicity for Beachbody. Uh, (laughs) And going back now, exercising, of course, 
has a multitude of benefits for each of us. And it is important that we participate at a level which matches our ability, both physically and mentally. One of the issues you always run into is how many people see exercise as a chore. The thing is, you can switch this around and you can make it fun. You know, pick up activities that you enjoy. Do something like walking, jumping rope, bicycling, golfing. But if you're golfing, you can't be riding in a cart. You need to be walking the course. That gives you exercise, burns calories and stuff like that. But it's acceptable. It's physical activity. And another problem is being able to maintain an exercise regimen. Exercise can be conducted in a business like the YMCA or another fitness center. It can be conducted in your home or you can take advantage of the outdoors, such as trails through the woods. Or if you're in a city, nature trails put in place for those of us who can't make it to the woods. And um, let's just say in many cases, united we stand and divided we fall. So what does that mean? In other words, I'm telling you that you are more likely to stick with a program if you have a partner or partners who provide you support. You know, going it alone can be a long, miserable road sometimes. And when you have these other folks for support on that day that you don't feel like getting up and going for the walk or going to the gym or working out, you can talk to these folks and they can they can give you support. They can encourage you and get you on the road that you need to be on. And in return, you also do that when they have those types of days. Another way to keep you true to your program, you can document your daily activity as far as working out, your fluid consumption, your food consumption in order for you to get a clear picture of what your program truly looks like. Because sometimes you might work out, but then you eat like trash or sometimes you might eat very good, but you don't work out. Hmm. And one other thing that I want to caution you about is before starting an exercise program, consult with your healthcare provider about what might work for you. You know, you can start off light if need be and commit to exercising two days this week. After a week or two, progress to three days, then four days with a goal of eventually getting up to that minimum of 150 minutes of exercise per week, as recommended by the American Heart Association. Now, I know when I say 150 minutes per week, that sounds like a lot of time. But you can break that down into manageable pieces by working out 30 minutes a day, five days a week. That's 150 minutes per week. 30 minutes a day, five days a week. Another thing that I want to caution you about with exercise is don't start too fast and be aware of starting at an intensity level that is at your level and not too high for you, especially men. Men are notorious for doing this. Regardless of our age, we always think that we can do the same thing physically that we could do when we were 18 years old, especially when we are challenged by someone else, namely those younger guys. And us older guys have to prove our worth and our manhood and then after one workout, we wind up in the hospital with rhabdomyolysis <laughs> or wind up hurting for weeks and not going back out because we overdid it. Point blank. You must also, when you decide that you're going to work out, 
you need to make sure that you warm up before you start. That warm up can be getting on a treadmill and working on that for about five minutes lightly and then going into your exercise. Or it can just be walking at a brisk pace to help get up, get your heart rate up a little bit and just to warm up your muscles so that before you get into it, your muscles are already warm, they're looser. So it decreases your chances for injury. Also, you need to remember to stretch as a part of your cool down after you finish your workout. After you finish your workout, you can either walk a little bit more or get on a treadmill again and slowly cool down over about 10 minutes. And you also want to incorporate stretching of whatever muscles you use that day because you want to maintain your flexibility. Remember, if you don't use it, you lose it. This is not to say that you can't slowly regain your flexibility back. But if you maintain it, you don't have to work to get it back. And it's a lot harder to get it back than to maintain it. So many of us exercise, which I mentioned earlier, but are not seeing results when we exercise or we're not seeing the results that we want. In many cases, it's because you're only doing half of the whole program. And when I say that, you know, diet plays an important role in health maintenance as well as exercise. And the best thing is using both together. Today, we're focusing on the exercise piece. And here in the near future, we'll be talking about the diet as well. But in many cases, it's because you are still eating junk food. You know that eating processed foods, not eating proper portion sizes, we have to remember that you are what you eat. However, I have been in the boat where I exercise regularly and I don't eat right, or I was eating right and I wasn't exercising. So (laughs) I guess that means that I'm human. And I've also fallen into the trap of exercising without having, I guess, an accountability partner. A lot of times when you have that accountability partner, it is easier for you to get up and actually work out and encourage one another. And it just becomes a lot easier for you to participate in exercise. Now, going back to the exercise and the food piece, when I did both together, that was where I saw the most benefit by combining proper eating with exercise. So as I said, we'll talk about the diet piece in the near future. Today, I'm focusing on the one part of the puzzle, which is exercise. When we talk about exercise, there is always, always someone who has an excuse. I want to talk about the Heart Foundation, not the American Heart Association, but the Heart Foundation's top 10 excuses people use for not exercising. Number one is they're too tired. A solution to the I'm too tired excuse is to go with a friend or exercise during your most energetic part of the day. What research shows us is that when we exercise, we tend to have more energy to use. So once you get started slowly on your exercise regimen, you will slowly build up more energy. Number two, you can't afford a gym membership. I've already given you one solution to that. And in many cases, folks 
that can't afford a gym membership, you know, you need to take advantage of the outdoors, uh, use an in-home gym, purchase streaming services like that. When I just recently talked about uh, Beachbody, which are cheaper than a regular gym membership and you have access to them 24 hours a day versus having to go in at certain times between 5 a.m. and 10 p.m. or whatever time your gym opens or closes. Number three, I don't have time or I'm a full-time parent. Now, a solution to this, and I and I know this is not easy, but you have to make time in your day for physical activity. You can begin with a commitment for 10 minutes a day. Walk in place while watching your favorite TV program. Exercise with your kids. Take them to the park. Walk around with them. Run around with them. Things like that. So that could potentially be a solution to that one. Number four, I need to be motivated in order to exercise. Again, you can make a chart and you can document your progress, which helps motivate you. Or you could give yourself a reward for reaching your goals. Or again, you can have that partner who will help motivate you to stick to the program. Number five, I don't like to exercise alone. Up. Uh, did I say you could have a partner that could motivate you? Yeah, yep, yep, I did. That's one of the solutions. Ask a friend to join you, or you can join one of those exercise groups in your area. Sometimes they meet at certain parks, they work out, they allow you to work out at your level, whether you're a beginner or you are at a moderate intensity, they allow you to work at your level and they don't push you beyond that. So those are two things that you might be able to do. Number six, you get bored easily. Okay, we understand that. You know, you say it's not fun, but the solution would be do things that you like. Now, I know I'm probably stretching it here. But mow the yard, that's exercise. Walk in the golf course instead of riding in the cart, that's another one. Inline skating, riding a bicycle, things such as that, things to get you moving. Switch up your exercises so that way you can fight boredom. Number seven, I'm too old, fat, uncoordinated, embarrassed to exercise. Well, in those cases, if you're too big, try swimming or water aerobics. Being in the water, it allows you to take some of the weight off of your lower extremities, but it also allows you to participate in activity. Try bicycling again. You can bicycle at all different levels. Uh, start working out at your home if you have a complex about yourself. You can do all of these things. And also you can find groups that are specific to your particular cause and participate in those. Number eight, I tried it before, but I can't stick to the program. We keep going back to keeping a log and an accountability partner. I think those two things are very important. Number nine, I don't like to work out around the opposite sex. Now, if you don't like to work out around the opposite sex, see if your gym provides gender-specific classes so that you don't have to worry about people of the opposite sex being in the workout class with you. Or you can also work out in the privacy of your own home. Last but not least, number 10. I don't like to sweat <laughs> or I don't want to take another shower and reapply makeup. Well, if that's the case, try to work out first thing in the morning. And that way you work out, you take a shower, you put your clothes on 
and your makeup if you wear it and you go to work. Break your exercises up throughout the day into shorter chunks. Uh, Work out indoors where there's an air conditioner. You won't sweat as much. These are some of the solutions to some of those excuses. Next, let's talk about some of the examples of moderate intensity and vigorous intensity aerobic activities. Of course, with every exercise program, you want to warm up prior to performing it and cool down after you finish. Now, when we look at moderate exercise examples, that would include things like a brisk walk, at least two and a half miles per hour, water aerobics, dancing, you know, the ballroom style or social dancing, gardening, tennis, doubles, biking slower than 10 miles per hour. Those are some examples of what we consider moderate examples of activity. When we look at vigorous intensity activities, these activities will push your body a little further. They will require a higher amount of effort and you'll probably get warm and begin to sweat. So uh, you don't want to be able to talk as much, you know, without getting out of breath. If you're participating in vigorous intensity activities, you shouldn't be able to have a normal conversation with someone. But here are some examples of vigorous intensity aerobic activities. Hiking uphill or with a heavy backpack, that's an example. Running, swimming laps, aerobic dancing, heavy yard work like continuous digging or hoeing, tennis, singles, cycling 10 miles per hour or faster, and jump rope. Even though jump rope is vigorous activity, it is considered a low impact activity also. Other things you need to know, you need to know your target heart rate. You need to know your target heart rate and the target heart rate can also help you track the intensity of your activity. So know that. Now for maximum benefit, you need to include both moderate and vigorous intensity activities in your routine along with strengthening and stretching exercises. So let's wrap things up by talking about the benefits of exercise. Here are some of the benefits of exercise. Exercise lowers the risk of heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, dementia and Alzheimer's, several types of cancer, and some complications of pregnancy. Exercise also allows you to get better sleep including insomnia and obstructive sleep apnea. Exercise improves cognition, including memory, attention, and processing speed. When you exercise, you gain less weight. It also helps to decrease obesity and to maintain or improve chronic health conditions. With exercise, you have better bone health and balance with less risk for injury from falls. And you also have fewer symptoms of depression, anxiety. You have a better quality of life and sense of overall well-being. And just know that the ultimate goal is to get you moving. Get off the couch and take a walk. Do something. Light resistance training. Do something. Exercise is a game changer. It allows us to have a better quality of life, better health, and it helps us live longer. Now it's time for you to make a decision. Are you going to stay sitting on the couch, potato, or are you going to get up and move something? Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Health, Wellness, and Community. Don't forget to follow us on your favorite podcast players so that you will be the first to know 
when I post new episodes. If you like this podcast, share it with someone. Lastly, if you have any questions or comments for future episodes, please send them to hwcquestions at gmail.com. Again, questions and comments to hwcquestions at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you real soon. And as always, knowledge is power. But knowledge without action is useless. We provide the foundational knowledge and you provide the action. So HWC crew, get to moving.